0: Because my first thought was, who has 122 software vendors, right? Exactly.
1: I mean, that's extraordinary. <laughs> uh, I've worked with 122 software vendors. Isn't that shocking?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, that's all so this guy I, I does, guess, I guess. Yeah, well, I guess if you're in network security, maybe you know they're familiar with them. But a 10-employee company—that's there. That—that was a little weird. But I have—if they—if if the gentleman says that's his experience, then that's his experience. He's the president of his company. He's not going to say. That.
2: Here is your host, Sam Gupta.
3: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm, Alavage IQ. Epicore Profit 21 has always been extremely popular among industrial distributors. But is Epicore Profit 21 fit for all businesses? Can it work for manufacturing as well as distribution? How about businesses that might manufacture as well as distribute? How is it different from other Apicor products such as Kinetic and Eclipse? Has it been upgraded to the cloud version? How cloud native would it be? Would there be any limitations such as the inability to open multiple windows or enterprise search? These are the questions you are going to have if you are thinking of evaluating Epicor Profit21 for your business. In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct independent review of Epicor Profit21's capabilities. We covered many grounds, including their strength in retail and distribution industries, along with their deep supply chain planning and procurement capabilities. Finally, we discussed they retail center capabilities such as financial collaboration, reporting dimensions, unit of measure, seasonality, and replenishment methods. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you're joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution independently. So before we start our review, we are going to start with everybody's intro, you know, I'll start with my intro. Uh, If you don't know me, I am host, San Gupta, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. We help our clients with ERP selection, implementation, contract negotiation. On that note, I'm going to move to Phil for his intro.
0: Hi, everybody. Phil Kerper, Managing Director of Ringling Business Solutions. We help executive leadership teams align their digital transformation strategy with their core business. And I've been working uh, in executive level with companies for several decades and have a lot of ERP implementations and looking forward to the show tonight, Sam.
3: Okay, amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Phil. Andy, can I ask you to introduce yourself next?
1: Absolutely, Sam. Thank you for inviting me i uh i am the grizzled vet i understand and uh i I've, <laughs> I've been in the e r p industry with uh, small to mid sized manufacturers for forty years. i've worked all over North America and i have a well i work with about a thousand with about a thousand manufacturers probably over that but uh i've also published a book on helping companies on how to evaluate and how to uncover the truth about e r p software and Again, thank you, Sam. I'm looking forward to the show.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much for being here,
3: uh, Andy. And if you're in the audience and joining for the first time, make sure you guys uh, post your comments. Our panelists are going to be watching for your comments and questions, and they typically respond uh, during the show. And if we cannot get to them, then we'll make sure that you receive your answers after the show. On that note, for today, we are going to be reviewing the solution called Apicor profit 21. <laughs> and this is going to be a darling for a lot of people, especially in the industrial distribution space. They absolutely love it. Uh, and there are reasons why they love Apicor 21. And we are going to be discussing all of those reasons. So I am going to start with a quick brief. Uh, Phil or Andy, and I don't know if you guys are going to have any comment before I start the briefing. No, OK, so we have already done Apicor and Apicor Kinetic. Apicor Kinetic is Apicor's flagship solution. Apicor Kinetic is targeted more towards manufacturing, even though when we reviewed it, we knew that it does not have as strong manufacturing capabilities, especially when we look at the complex bomb, when we look at the bomb data integrity. But Apicor Kinetic is probably going to be better for industries where you require a little bit of project based manufacturing because the wbs had the dates on the on the um, uh, dates on the wbs itself and uh, it is also going to be slightly superior if you are going to be distributor plus manufacturing but again the way the profit 21 is positioned versus how kinetic is positioned overall in the apicor portfolio to be let's say you are 90% manufacturer and probably 10% distributor and it's very common to, for a manufacturer to be doing a little bit of distribution and distributors to be doing a little bit of manufacturing. So profit 21 is going to be purely for the distributors that might do light manufacturing, assembly, just a little bit of manufacturing. So this is going to be 80% distribution, probably 10 to 20% manufacturing. Then Apicore profit 21 is going to be a better fit. But if you are, let's say, 80% manufacturer, 20% distributor then probably apicor kinetic is going to be a uh, better fit overall from the corporate strategy perspective we have reviewed apicor and apicor like to club as much functionality as as part of the product uh, just like in4 the way in4 roaches more from the corporate strategy perspective in the reviews in the case of kinetic i believe we saw a consistent trend uh, for apicor regarding their support they, Users were somehow unhappy in every single review for some reason. I don't know why, but Epicor seems to be having a little problem there. So I don't know if the solution is going to be to work with a partner that can provide better support. But overall, from the product perspective, Epicor definitely has very compelling product for the uh, industrial dis- distribution as a factory. Now, Epicor Profit 21 is part of the cloud native initiative. Just like your Apicore Kinetic. So both of them are equally positioned based on these screenshots. Uh, It does seem that they have re-architected substantially. And it does seem to have the cloud native flavor overall in terms of how the legacy products are going to appear, at least in the cloud native world. So it has been re substantially. So you are going to get all those features such as enterprise search, which is lacking in a lot of different legacy products. The double tabbing is another issue that a lot of legacy products have seems like apicor profit 21 is probably not going to have that in the case of apicor kinetic we saw that we could never see double term in any of the demo videos and apicor is a very shy company okay so you are not going to find a lot of demos online i don't know why <laughs> but it's very hard to find apicor demos openly on youtube for some reason i just don't get it So that's uh, about Epicor Profit21. What else am I missing here? Um, uh, I I think that's pretty much it. Phil, uh, Andy, anything that we cover as part of the briefing that I should be covering right now?
1: Well, Profit21 has been around for a long, long time. Um, I think Epicor acquired it 10 years ago or so. Sam, is that about right?
3: Don't quote me on the date. I'm not going okay. To go it it, it, right but now. it's
1: been around for a long, long time. Has an established customer base. Uh, very popular in the distribution market space. You were mentioning light manufacturing, uh, probably kidding and things like that. Mostly to do with sales. And uh, but uh, I mean, if you look at Epicor's portfolio. Uh, uh, and whenever they do publish financial statements, they seem to push that they're very they're very, very strong at distribution. I think Profit 21 is the reason why.
2: Yeah.
0: Sam, you, you touched on this, but I when I prepare for these, I always I always try to to think in, in kind of a matrix. So you know, you got the enterprise software, you got kind of that mid market yep. type of level, and then and then more of the of the uh, uh, SME level software. And then this this way, functionality, where are they really strong? And in this case you kind of I have you putting them kind of in the mid to upper mid market in distribution or or you know and you and you compared them with Infor which is kind of I kind of have in a similar similar spot how would you kind of comment on that would you adjust that analysis at all
3: Yeah so I would definitely not position Epicor Profit 21 as the upper mid market so okay. typically upper mid market is going to be Anywhere from 250 million dollar to a billion dollar is how I define the okay. upper uh, mid market. Sometimes some of these mid market products can also work uh, between your one to five billion dollar range. To be honest, let's say if you look at products such as Infor LN, Unit4, IFS, all of uh, QAD, those products can work in that range as well. Uh, right. Again, depending upon the business model complexity. So I would not position Apicor Profit 21 as the upper mid-market
0: product. So you'd put them just a, a little bit below that, towards the top end of an SME segment, maybe somewhere in that.
3: Yeah. So it's slightly bigger than Acumatica, I would say, you okay, know, uh, smaller than NetSuite. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so the other question I had, and, and uh, you know, maybe you could expand on as far as, uh, you know, on-prem, cloud native. I mean, where are these guys at in the journey to the cloud?
3: Yeah, so they are definitely re-architected for the cloud, and their cloud-native experience is going to be superior than Infor, as of today, at least. Overall, from the Infor product portfolio perspective, mm-hmm. Apigore uh, product seems to be slightly more cloud-native, even though they started late uh, on the cloud-native experience. So even though it is a legacy product, but companies are going to get far superior native experience, but that products.
0: And then we have a question from Eduardo. Hope I'm not messing up your name. Uh, Moonins, I have, Moonins. I'm going to go with. Uh, What has been the major challenges to to deploy Profit 21 correctly in a sustainable manner? So that's a pretty broad question. So maybe we can comment on that now or just kind of come back to that as we go through the presentation, Sam and Andy.
1: Uh, I know Eduardo to be small world. Okay,
0: well, exactly he must be a smart man. He's asking a really good question.
3: Yeah. So, do you guys wanna uh, attack that question, or do you wanna wait? You said wait, right, Phil?
0: Well, I think I think I'll leave that. It's a broad question. I think some of these slides cover some of that, but but yeah. Andy, you particularly, maybe you got some ideas. What are what are the major challenges for good deploying of this particular product? Are there any unique ones, for example?
1: Uh, you know what? Uh, when it comes to my expertise, I'm pretty good when it comes to manufacturing and not. As with with distribution and wholesale, I mean i'm I know understand it from a high level, but why don't we uh, you know put that question on the back burner and hopefully we'll answer it during the session yeah, there.
0: and I think that I think that question can also be the way I thought of the question when I read it was when you're when you're a when you're a distribution business model implementing ERP, whether I don't know Sam, if there's some unique challenges with this particular solution, I think it's more generally. You got to make sure you understand business processes and 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 those types of things.
3: Yeah, I don't really think solution has anything to do with, you know, whether the implementation is going to be or not, to be honest. Okay, it's with any product in the market.
0: Yeah, I, I would say just that you make sure we're going to give this as a pat answer, but it's a true answer. Make yeah. sure that you understand the most important business processes that the client has or that you have and that. You really challenge the solution you're picking that it has enough strength in those core processes. Once you get past that,
1: that is to speak to other companies that are similar to yourself that are already using it and can prove that those critical requirements are met beautifully. Yep.
0: Okay. All right. We can come back to that as 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 maybe it relates.
3: Okay. Amazing guys. So we are going to start with the slides, and this is going to be Phil, as uh, you had noticed that the structure overall from the company and site perspectives and this probably can answer your question related to how big the product is but they are going to have at least two layers and typically two layers is considered to be decent in my mind okay so typically when you look at these smaller products they are not even going to have two layers of hierarchy where you are going to have company or they are probably going to have just one company inside the database. In the case of Apicore Profit 21, it can accommodate multiple companies inside the same database. And that's why I said it's bigger than Acumatica because Acumatica as of today can accommodate just one company that is going to have the, the unique chart of accounts or, you know, unique currency. If you have entity in Canada and the US, then you probably are going to be keeping in two different tenants, uh, but Apicore and that's why Epicor Profit 21 is going to be slightly bigger. Naturally, it is far bigger overall from the the finance perspective, not from the operational complexity. Uh, profit 21 probably is going to have far deeper distribution functionality than NetSuite, but we are going to review all of that. So here you are going to find two layers, and the site layer is really important because Epicor Profit 21, the way the product is positioned. Even though they call it as the distribution product, it also works really well in the retail setting. And they have a lot of functionality for the retail. And retail, when I say these are going to be franchise-based business where you have the store, where you are going to have POS, where you are going to have uh, you know, your e-commerce face. So Profit21 does really, really well with the retail businesses as well. And one of the key distinctions that we are going to be discussing during this presentation and i'm not sure if a lot of people really understand okay a manufacturing product is very different from a distribution product okay very different (laughs) so we are going to see how distribution planning and how the distribution inventory differs from manufacturing and that's where profit 21 really shines and to answer eduardo's question most of the time if epicourt p21 is going to fail is because somebody over or overutilized or misconsumed that's when it is going to fail otherwise it's an amazing product for the retail and distribution setting if it is implemented right
1: now with retail you mean like high volume retail
3: Exactly I think Epic or profit twenty one can 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 work really well based on the the again I'm going based on the data model the product design, the way a product is designed, it has very unique feature for the distribution resource planning is the term that they use and they have referenced in their presentation in their slides if you go to SAP business one, which is also a distribution okay <clears throat> now my Microsoft friends might argue with me that you know what? Your Microsoft Business Central is a manufacturing product, but if you look at the planning, if you look at the product design, it's a very distribution. product. OK, so this is where I like to differentiate between the manufacturing product and the distribution product. Epicor and Infor, four, I guess are two companies that really differentiate in those two and they have very uh, different products for both of those verticals Infor four also has a comparable product fill. OK, so when you asked about the size Infor four has a product called SXC, which is really comparable to Profit 21, it's going to be slightly bigger in size. In general, in four, in four products are slightly bigger in size because they try to target slightly larger customer than 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 in four. So they are going to have far deeper functionality for bigger organization, but Appicor is going to have far deeper functionality smaller organizations. So that's where the the real difference. Okay. Any comments? Otherwise, move to the next one.
0: Well, we're gonna we're gonna put two out there. We got we got uh, uh, a few more questions, so I'm gonna put them out there now. I'm not yes. sure it applies to this slide, but then you got them in your head. Uh, Eduardo focused his question a little bit, saying he was he was aiming to know how problems that ERP has had will be avoided with Epicor profit 21. So now he's trying to focus on, is there some particular features of this platform that avoid problems that Generally, might occur with the RP. So let's think about that. I don't think we came up with one in the first round. And then um, Anders Green has a question here, and I'll read it. It, It's it's a good question. I'd love to know the depth of the reengineering that went into their move to cloud. The old database structure was multi company, but not multi tenant. They were also tied to an old reporting engine and old Java run. Uh, runtime environment, get rid of those in a cloud native fashion is a huge task versus stick it on a virtual machine. So he's really asking the fundamentals of of how much did they re it versus just switching over the old functionality to the cloud, right?
3: So I guess I don't know how to comment on that question because Apicor is really, really shy in revealing <laughs> any details of what they are cooking underneath. You might be able to find that with other companies. Apicor is really shy for some reason. I mean, I was trying to find these details and publicly you are not going to find. There are literally four demos available on YouTube that you can find related to Apicor. So there is only so much you can do in finding them. Based on the product architecture, the way and, and I know where Enders is going with that question, to be honest. So I don't know if it is going to be multi-tenant or not. My understanding is going to be probably it is the way it is structured, because this is how we saw in the case of epicore Kinetic uh, as well. This is the similar structure. So my understanding is going to be, it is going to be multi-entity as well as multi-tenant, and it is also globalized in multiple countries. And I have seen case studies where Epicore Profit 21, it has been deployed in multiple countries. So my assumption is going to be that they are probably multi-tenant, multi-entity. I have seen epicore Profit 21 deployed with the retail organization where they had uh, 30 stores. So again, that does not speak for the multi-entity functionality itself because even Acumatica can work there. Because when you are looking at just the branch, branch is a very different concept than uh, housing your Mexico, your Canada, your Brazil in, in one database. So it's very hard to tell that the way the screens are architected, my assumption is going to be, at least in the cloud world, it does seem that it is probably going to be multi-entity.
0: Okay, uh, very good.
3: Did I answer both of the questions? I think there was one more question there.
0: Yeah, and, and I think, uh, again, Eduardo is trying to focus his, his question a little bit. He's, his last comment, his current ERP utilization is less than 40%. Eduardo, are are you referring to how many companies out there that could use ERP are, or are you referring to how many companies that implemented ERP are satisfied with the result? I'm not sure which one utilization applies to, but that's the question that's all.
1: I would assume that means
0: satisfaction. Yeah, so so then I guess he's still circling what's unique about this product that will lead to a more satisfied customer.
3: The uniqueness is going to be in the product design and utilizing that for the right company. If you are going to be over-utilizing, obviously it's going to feel very unnatural. So the specific features are going to be distribution-related planning. So if you are a pure-play distribution business, you are absolutely going to love Epicor Profit 21. The depth Epicor Profit 21 has in its pricing discount, the DRP functionality, the way your supply chain is planned, the way procurement is done—it's just phenomenal. There's no question about that. That yeah. depth so, is not going to be there in in any other. Yep,
0: yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of in the same spot with this with this topic. It. it It it's are they in their lane on distribution or are they trying to sell out of their lane? And then I think also, and you'll see some of the other stuff I know on the coming slide, Sam, is that are you the are you the is the complexity of your company, your structure, back to your multi-tenant conversation, your your whether you've got a lot of branches or whether you've got a you know are those things aligned with the capabilities of the software is also really nice. Indicator of whether at the end of the day the client's going to survive.
3: Um so the enterprise search again enterprise search is, is 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 fascinating for me, especially with the legacy products and if any of the legacy products are able to do enterprise search Especially around data. Okay, that's a big deal. So uh, at least ethical profit 21 ethical nah, kinetics had slightly better search Okay, they could search the way acumatica would search apical profit 21 does not seem like so must have some technical underpinnings and that's why they are sort of trying to enable the same experience but as you can see from the screen enterprise search is different than your menu search so there are there is something going on here that i cannot spot uh, but at least you can search you just have to click uh, you know with some of the products you cannot not even do that so uh, for the most part at least you have the data search and the menu search that you can it's not going to be the same experience as you are going to find with netsuite or akimatica but at least you have something. Uh, so enterprise search was better in Apicore Kinetic based on my understanding of the product Apicore profit 21 has slightly weaker search now in one demo Phil, so I could see that they are able to open multiple tabs. Now there could be a trick here as well. Okay. So in some cases what companies do is when they are opening multiple tabs the second tab may be just the report. Okay. Opening a tab for report is a different deal than opening for a transaction. So again, pay attention to the product when you are reviewing this in the demo. If they are not able to do the next tab, let's say if you are editing your opportunity in tab one, can you carry forward that same opportunity in tab two? If you can do that, you have a cloud native product. If you cannot do that you don't have a cloud native okay or it has not been re-architected for the cloud nativeness so here based on the way the, the, the the demo flew it seemed like as if they are trying to open report to demonstrate that they can open multiple tabs but i would doubt if they are going to have the similar experience as salesforce or they are going to have similar experiences, QuickBooks or uh, whichever cloud native platforms are there. Now, some of the unique things that I found with Epicor uh, Property One that is just mind blowing, and that is going to be approval flow collaboration. And the way approval flow collaboration works is this is going to be your financial collaboration. For example, let's say if you are trying to set the budget for each of the individual for every month, and you are going to leave a comment fill for your colleagues so that they can review and respond. Uh, you know update <laughs> that is all done inside the which is just mind-blowing the way it you know works it's almost like spreadsheet and you literally have that collaboration happening in the chat on the right side and the changes happening on the spreadsheet which is mind-blowing and this is where i don't think we saw this in the case of kinetic so this is where the distribution and retail uh yeah, the products are going to be different With distribution and retail products, you are going to get far more sophisticated financial planning. You are going to see far more dimensions because when you have 25 different stores, uh, 25,000 product categories, different unit unit of measures, the kind of analysis that you are going to do in retail business is going to be very different from your manufacturing business. And this is the flavor that we are going to see in some of the screens. So, for example, Apigot Profit 21 has more dimensions than your Sage Intech. So, so far, our discovery fill was that, you know, Sage Intact had most number of dimensions. But if you look at the Epicor Profit 21 product, to be honest, it has more than Sage Intact. So, which is just mind-blowing uh, for me. So, this is the financial planner. So, these are different dimensions. So, they have more than 30 I uh, And this is a big deal for a retail business in my mind. Uh, uh, and then what you could do is you can literally structure your customer you can move around the customers in the financial planner which is again a very big deal uh, overall from the the financial planning perspective financial forecasting uh, it has very 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 deep features for that and that would be beneficial if you are a very high volume retail business so here some of the things that are very unique to the distribution and retail business is going to be your release schedule and release a schedule this is going to be more towards the blanket order functionality where you are going to have some sort of agreement you have the contract and then you are going to be releasing the rule based releases that you are going to have for the blanket order and typically the drivers for the companies are going to be hey i don't have a space in my inventory i want you to send product on a weekly basis <laughs> no more no less okay can you do that so this is where uh you know if you want to win those customers obviously you need to have that flexibility and typically if your system is not going to support this either you are going to be tracking this in a uh, form or spreadsheet or you are going to be canceling those lines you are going to be canceling the sales orders and then creating new orders it's going to be a mess okay so this is where Epicore Profit 21 has all of those features, and these features are going to be super critical for industries such as, let's say, if you look at electrical, uh, you know, industrial distribution, that's where you have a lot more uh, need for the releases. Uh, You know, that's how those industries work because they are very fragmented overall. They don't have as much cash as some of the other industries. So that's that's why they like to utilize a lot more release functionality. Uh, than some of the other end And by the way, I MECD mean, are going to have some very fancy rules for the release. Uh, for example, if you want to expedite certain things, uh, you can do that. And that all is going to be incorporated as part of your planning, which is the beauty of Epicore Profit 21 product that your procurement is going to be fairly automated. You don't have to put manual effort in predicting, okay, what is going to be my lead time? What is going to be my due date? You know, that is all going to be taken care of by Profit 21, obviously, if you know how to write it. Uh, you know, it's a very complex product, so you really need to understand how to use it. And if you don't understand, obviously, you are not going to like the product. You are going to feel that you are getting incorrect insights from your system. But the problem is really in your data and the way you are. Using. I can take any short comments or move to the next one.
0: I'm relating back to a question that I'll articulate in a couple more slides here. But how do you how do you think of the the uh, EU EX on, on this product? And and on the ease of adoption because of the layout and and just the logical way that the products laid out. What's your opinion in that sense?
3: So UI and UX, right? So
0: yes. Make sure. yes. UI and UX. Yeah. So 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 the 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 question that's out there is one of of of, of adoption, and so uh, you know by the users themselves. So I'm just I'm just kind of leading into that meet that comment. How, how, as you look at this this uh, user interface. Yeah what's your impressions of it and and is it intuitive to you what do you think compared to other platforms
3: Honestly speaking based on the other legacy products that we have seen so far I think this is one of the most organized product the way they have rearchitected so I personally okay I have not seen other products as organized as ApiCore products in general including Microsoft products even though Microsoft products might be slightly more cloud native but overall from the design perspective they are not as organized uh in terms of the layout Epicore seems to have better layout and by the way you can reorganize all of these screens the way you want them to appear so let's say if you like to see a list on the on the left side you want to see another list on the right side and then you want to have your lines appear here in the center you can do all of that rearrangement very easily in apico product that's how Epicore products are designed so i am a big fan to be honest of the products themselves that is the way they are designed they're really good
0: yeah and i and and that, i was going to say that it looks you know i haven't studied the screens as close as you had preparing for this but i also think it looks very intuitive and 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 looks like something that that would be good for that people are switching especially from a legacy platform onto this and and uh, the other comment i would make on adoption to the question that's posted is I consider adoption to be really a change management driver more than the software driver, and 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 a really good change management process with your SI and with your senior executive teams down into who your real influencers are matters. Uh, It's it's nice if they're pretty great easy screens, but that other part really is what makes a difference.
3: Could not agree. You are so right. Um, So, okay. So let's move to the, so this is the item master and which is the heart of the ERP in my mind. So I always like to review the item, how the item master is structured. So in this particular case, you are going to find very unique flavors. For example, rental. Okay. Rental is a very key functionality that you are not going to find in other products. Even the bigger ones. they don't have that but now when you talk about the industrial distribution space where renting is going to be so common especially if you are selling expensive products then that becomes a key functionality and Epicor, you are going to find some of the other heavy features such as consigned but so far personally i have not seen handling unit okay and handling units i need it you know <laughs> if you are if you have uh, a business that is going to have five sides, for, I would not feel comfortable without having handling unit for my supply chain. So I could not see if Apico really supports that, but at least they have become...
1: Did you investigate more of the uh, rental functionality, Sam? Um,
3: so rental functionality, I could not see a lot. The way it is structured and the way screens are appearing, uh, you can flag this as the rental item. Uh, you know, it seems that you can have the rental item ID, uh so you can you can identify the item as the dental item so that's number one so you can have a little control there around those items but i don't know how capable this is going to be let's say if you are just a leasing business okay then you have a completely different accounting okay i would not use this product for that uh if you are in the uh you know there are businesses that are completely lease based businesses that's ethical property Andy, i don't know if i answer that. Thanks. Okay? sir so, the other things that I, I personally like to like about the distribution products versus the manufacturing products. Manufacturing products typically don't have as sophisticated planning capabilities at the item warehouse level. That's where this is. Okay. So, in the case of distribution products, you are going to have all of those bells and whistles related to your safety stock at the item warehouse level. And if you cannot do that, you are not a distribution product. Because the way the distribution planning works, especially if you are going to do the centralized, um, you know, hub supply chain planning versus the regionalized DC, you need to make sure that each of the items are, number one, identified in each of the warehouses. And you need to make sure that, okay, whatever quantity each of the locations are going to require, you have that at the right time. So some of, in some cases, it's probably going to be transferred. In some cases, it's going to be manufactured. Now, if you are the manufacturing ERP system, it's going to be a nightmare doing that in a manufacturing so this is where the manufacturing and the distribution planning really differs so here in this particular case you are going to find this functionality at the item location level and we are going to see that how deep this gets overall from the planning perspective the other things that you are going to notice in the district is going to be your unit of measure which is just a nightmare okay in general for distribution companies they probably need to convert I don't know in how many different so if you don't have a very rich unit of major functionality built and supported in another layer on top of your item it's it's it, it it's going to be really really hard to use that product and epicode profit 21 is going to be really rich in that pricing and discounting is another uh, you know factor which products like netsuite really struggles because they are not designed for b2b okay b2b and b2c businesses are completely different This product is really designed for those complicated B2B scenarios where your sales orders are going to be complex, pricing discounting is going to be complex, unit of measure is going to be complex. The way you you are going to do distribution planning is extremely. The other things that you might be able to notice here is going to be, for example, the cycle counting is there uh, at the location level. So you have that traceability right at the item master. Then you have the in transit functionality where you have the clear visibility into your inventory whether it is uh, on the vessel, whether it is transfer, now this is very, very, very hard to do uh, in a manufacturing system, unless you are talking about those larger that can support both manufacturing and distribution. But most of the uh, mid-market, upper mid-market products, they typically support just one function. Even though they are going to call, hey, I can do mixed mode manufacturing, I can do distribution, I can do everything, <laughs> uh, but it becomes really hard. Okay. So here is the factor, and this is where you sort of provide a lot of data to the algorithm, and algorithm is going to plan your procurement, uh, and that's how the system understand how it needs to order each of the products. So this is really captured at the item level, so you have things such as usage factor, and this gets very, 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 very deep. Okay, the amount of capabilities that you have in terms of your planning, so this is where your forecasting accuracy and overall at the item level at the location level, and the more accurate you are, the more money you can save in your business, because distribution business is a penny business. Okay, the more sophisticated you are overall in your inventory supply chain planning, that's where the real money is. So overall, the the planning is very, very, very deep. Uh, I just don't find these features uh in a manufacturing system if i review that so again this is designed for those complex distribution freight uh overall uh if you look at the freight functionality as well and this is the view of the calculation i am a big fan of the screen overall so here you are talking about okay this is the inventory you got and what you have this inventory because of what factors where is that inside so let's say if you have 10 different buckets in which you are your inventory is sitting. That could be your on-hand allocated, quarantine, the back ordered, the pending back order. Sometimes that formula itself, knowing that is very, very so Apicore Profit 21 provides the visualized view of the formula. It's literally plus minus is equal to. <laughs> it can't get easier than that. Okay. So uh again, it's Apicore products are designed to be easier for the users. So the people who don't have as much. Maths background or the statistics background they will probably find it easier uh, to understand because this gets very complicated uh here by the way i mean see so you are able to track the target for freight as well as for your inventory margins and cost so that's a big deal guys uh, you know when you are able to track that here you are defining the purchase target for each of the item again for the distant business that's a big deal yeah that's this one now this is another one so they have many different replenishment strategies and the replenishment strategies that we saw in the case of SAP, Phil and Andy, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but SAP had many different ways of allowing you to plan the way you are going to be planning for your product. Manufacturing gets very deep as well in terms of planning. Okay, when you are doing the lean manufacturing, it's going to have many different algorithms that manufacturing require. Distribution is going to have very different way of the planning. So if you are going to mix things up, it's not going to work, okay? So this is where the distribution planning is going to be very different and the way you can literally plan based on your lead time days, lead time factor and some of these things may feel basic for a lot of people, but they are not, you are not going to find these things at least at the right level where you need them to be able to plan. So all of these things are not going to be available in the smaller system, including systems such as NetSuite. NetSuite really struggles overall in in complicated plans. This is the replenishment one and the replenishment again, replenishment is very rich. I would say Acumatica is one of the B2B system that i absolutely admire and appreciate because it has very deep planning for the b2b business b2b businesses have very different planning than your b2c business so here this planning is going to be applicable for more businesses that are going to be really cheap in that and that's where industrial distributors are going to enjoy this a lot and that's why they are a big fan um, of Epicure Profit. So here you have the replenishment strategies per item per warehouse, which is the differentiator with a lot of different manufacturing systems. They cannot do this. Yeah,
0: Sam on that yeah. last one, go back yeah. real quick. Yeah. Just in the demand area on middle uh, middle right there, I thought that was interesting. Current forecast uses, there's a service yeah. level metric there, oh. and there's a seasonal implication there, and they're also using ABC classes. So there's there's quite a bit of functionality implied here which is which is like you say for for distribution really some nice stuff
3: yeah exactly and that seasonality oh my goodness it's a nightmare if you're a seasonal business and you have to plan around that, it's very 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 difficult to do right inside the ERP system most companies what they do is they will not spend time in understanding the erp system they are going to take this data in their spreadsheet and then plan and then going to complain that might support work
0: <laughs> right and they have they have a factor number in there Okay, on the demand side. And it's implying I don't know how the functionality is, but it's implying that you can have that factor adjusted seasonally, which is really a slick tool if you're a seasonal business.
3: I know. Any other comments, guys? Okay, so this is where and again, this is where they are trying to demonstrate the forecast versus the actual usage. And I think the next slide that I have is going to show the seasonal product as well how the seasonal products are performing and what is going to be your forecast accuracy in each of those seasons so you can plan for the again that's a big deal Um, so here you are able to see the average usage in in past uh, uh, three months six months twelve months so again you are going to be very informed overall uh, in terms of uh, planning that so in my opinion I, i found the whole retail distribution planning to be very deep in uh, in profit uh this is for the seasonal product at as i had mentioned so as you can see it uh, spikes up somewhere so past 12 months it was roughly 18 but three months only six so you can see it's spiking up in probably uh, around december and jan and those are the uh, seasons the seasonal products are going to be spiking up if you are selling something related to the consumption uh, unless you have sort of whatever uh, but seasonal most of the seasonal items are going to be spiking up or jam So this is how they would plan for the seasonal items and visibility that we get. And by the way, this is per location, which is the the key part. This is not just the item level. This is going to be per location uh, that you are able to plan. So here, they have used the DRP forecast, and, and this is what I like to see from companies when they are actually doing DRP, then they should be calling it as DRP, and they should be calling it as the distributed system, and Apicor Profit 21, and Apicor as a company, extremely fair in that they will never oversell that this is going to be a manufacturing There to see that. So kudos to ethical that they really like to sell it as the distribution part here. And again, this is going to be this is the DRP forecast that you are trying to forecast based on months. And typically this resides in your SNOP system because most of the SM SNOP practitioners, they are not going to be comfortable with the ERP system. <laughs> they, they just don't like it. So they are going to ask for another SNOP or the spreadsheet. Uh, But if you do it right and if you keep everything in system, that's going to be much easier overall, not only from the data quality perspective, but your planning is far easier. And this is this is the beauty. I mean, if you actually look at the operation of how the screen is organized and how what all they can do on the screen. So this is where you are looking at, OK, if I have four items in the location, can I quickly transfer so you can transfer all of that right from this, which is a great view of all of your locations item item per location and then you are trying to transfer uh, trying to create PO. or in this particular case I have not seen even once they them referring to more of the production order, even though we had seen job being referenced in the first enterprise search, so they have not really mentioned that this is a manufacturing product it's a distribution product uh, and that's why they are simply talking about the purchase order and the transfer and that those feature sets should be the most common and most prevalent distribution system. Okay so yeah. I think this just, yeah, just a ahead. comment well, on those yeah.
0: I mean just the overall demand planning, location planning, transfer orders, season I'm mean, just that whole piece in there is really 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 solid looking stuff.
3: Any other comments guys Phil or Andy? Okay so some reviews and here one of the consistent review that i have personally seen and i don't know if you guys have had a chance to review uh, any of the reviews but one of the things that you are going to notice about apico profit 21 is that the product okay so again the product is slower because it's designed for smaller if you are going to overuse it then obviously you are going to feel The slowness. Any IT system, any IT system, assume transactional capacity. Salespeople might claim that an IT system can work for any number of transactions, but that's not how IT. So they assume a certain number of transactional, um, you know, capacity. So uh, if a company is going to be bigger, then you need to be moving to the larger system. That's how it works. Uh, now, if you are going to be over utilizing, obviously you struggle. So, here in this particular case, let's see in this uh, review. So, here the reviewer is saying, uh, uh, PO requirements generation is also a great, powerful tool. And that is something that the item master and the PO requirements generation tool is the most powerful. Uh, and I have to agree with the reviewer on that. Uh, if you set up your ABC classes, safety stock, utilize up to Okay, and up to is a very advanced planning method that Apicor Profit 21 is providing. If you use that as your replenishment method, the system can basically do your purchasing for you and you can feel comfortable with the way it purchases. That's a big deal. That's really a big deal. Okay, you are automating your entire purchase. Then the user is saying, I love Dyna Changes. And by the way, guys, if you are not familiar with Dyna Changes, it's going to be that, you know, workflow automation. Let's say if you need to do any sort of a full flow, uh using let's say if a sales order is thousand dollar they can do all of these notification approval flow so that's what is Dyna changes and it's very user friendly so the user is saying they love that functionality because they can create all of these notifications approval flow by themselves and they need to, don't need to go to it to be able to do that so Dyna changes and Dyna change rules uh most uh people love that it truly allows you to customize the screen to meet your department and company's needs you can move things around And if you have a function that is always requested, you can make it happen automatically with direct chain routes. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, Pure requirement generation. We need the ability to add items on the fly. Now, interesting. So I, I think this is the comment on the functionality back in 2018. So I don't know if they have included that. But she is asking that I don't even want to go to the item screen to be the item I want on my whatever workbench I have, I should be there, Um, which could be a heavier left in my opinion. I don't know how many ERP systems can do that, (laughs) but that's a slightly um, heavier ask in my opinion. Okay, the next one is you have one carrier ID for, for the entire order. So now this is the limitation that you are going to be thinking, and this is where those one to end scenarios could be trickier to meet with these smaller systems. So here, the implication of this functionality is going to be, let's say if you want to split this order into two different carriers, uh, half of the order goes to LTL, half of the order goes to UPS, then you probably need to create two different orders to do that. Uh, So this is where the trick is, and I don't know. If this is really the limitation of P21 as of today, because the review is from 2018 and we don't even know which version um, she was using, but these are some of the limitations. The limitations are always going to be in those one-to-one scenarios and the bigger the business is going to be, the more demanding customers you get, then you are going to get far more one-to-one scenarios, whether you are looking at the order splitting, shipment splitting, invoice splitting, invoice consolidation. That's where uh, things get real uh, overall.
0: I think that, that that's a distinction I don't think we've made in any of these, is that the amount of one-to-many capabilities really grows as you get to the, the more robust products.
3: Exactly. I think we need to be doing a lot more, Phil. <laughs> um, okay, so the other disadvantage that you are going to get with Epicure uh, Profit 21, and this review is really critical, so it does not have as deep service functionality. Now, this could be really tricky, okay? So let's say if you are the distributor in the automotive, Okay. there's no way in the hell you can... Uh, serve your customers without having that. So in this particular case they have the service add-on which is going to be a completely different add-on in that you have to log into a different system and I don't know how integrated that is right now but the service functionality is really weak. So if you are a pure play distributor meaning buy sell distributor you buy goods you sell goods There's no service involved okay then (laughs) Apigore profit 21 is going to be a very natural but if you are going to do anything more than that then it's really going to struggle especially in the service functionality. So make sure you pay attention to how your business, whether you are more of the uh, you know aftermarket service provider, if you are that, this is not the right. Uh, if you are a pure play industrial distributor, buy, sell, buy product, sell product, this could be a great way. Um, so here we have a technical service team that services our customers in a large geographic area. Profit 21 service mo- module allows us to track the serial number of the equipment. So great, at least they have that traceability. Uh, the service module could be more integrated into the Profit21 program. It is a separate login, and the orders can't be from the same module. Meaning, they have figured out some ad hoc arrangement there (laughs) to make sure you can access the software, but it's not going to be as integrated as if it
1: was built. Well, it's interesting that it's mentioning the, the separate login for the service capabilities. The Epicure Connect system also had that challenge, Although I think about six or eight months or 12 months ago, Epicor purchased a new service functionality, field service functionality, which I think their plan was to blend it into the main ERP. So that might be what they're doing here as well.
3: So I would doubt if that uh, comment is right, because the way we saw in the case of Kinetic, to be honest, that felt as if they are able to do service-based scheduling. And for that, there's no way you can do that in Prompt1. I think that's
1: with their newer... Service yeah. module, not yeah, that older in,
3: one. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, the uh, review. So this, here they are saying the support is some of the worst I have seen across all the 122 software vendors we work with. So Epicor, <laughs> you must be doing something really wrong. <laughs> so you really need to figure this out. You as a company are not as great. Your products are great, okay, but you as a company. Uh, you are getting consistent reviews that you know, Apico company is really poor and everything is offshore and it is always sure. I mean, that could happen with any company to be honest. Okay, naturally uh, in four. Uh, but, you know, the comment that the user made is a big one. Uh, links to wikis don't that don't apply, which is not fair. Uh, when we pay for project support, they charge $200 an hour. Okay, but get me at least my answers now. For someone who works remote from Mexico, call that's okay, but at least give me my answers uh, on a poor quality VoIP uh, connection. That isn't all that well trained and often does not have basic IT
0: believe? So that's a bad one, and uh, and but I I was caught, and I and I'm sure that's what their experience is. But that's a one to ten employee company that's in computer and network security. And because my first thought was, who has one hundred and twenty-two software vendors, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, exactly. that's extraordinary. <laughs> uh, I've worked with one hundred and twenty-two software vendors. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. yeah.
3: So, it's all so this I, guy I, guess,
1: does, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess if you're in network security, maybe you know they're familiar with them. But a ten employee company—that's there. That that was a little weird, but. I have if they if if the gentleman says that's his experience, then that's his experience. He's the president of his company. He's not gonna well, say that if it's not he's true. He's saying
1: that this. we work with hundred and twenty two. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Think yeah. of this fellow. So if the computer company is not happy with Epicor support, and in my mind, at least the computer guys would have far more education and how to use their product, yep. <laughs> then he would manufacturer and yep. distributor then I don't know what distributors are going
0: on. yeah so that that is a real red flag no doubt about it
3: okay so just some more comments here about the review so here I don't know overall speed of the system is highlighted here not a lot of flexibility to import and fast edit areas that make uh, sense in our business the front counter experience is really now I, I think that speed is very consistent if you actually analyze the reviews the speed and support are two consistent trends that you are probably going to find in every single review that
1: epic But this one's interesting where it says recommendations Consider your needs particularly in POS. So we had the impression that it was pretty good for retail but here it's saying it's not. So that's interesting.
3: So again, I don't think you should be utilizing FECO Profit 21 as your POS. It's not designed for that. If you are oh, going okay. to use even though Acumatica is going to sell that you know what I got 80 POS. Oh, okay.
1: So maybe it's like a e- counter e- sales
3: exactly. <laughs> mobile. Oh, yeah. Okay. any
1: other
3: comments guys okay so that's it uh for this session
1: hey i've talked to a lot of companies that own this software and uh, most of them all like it they all do a good job service seems to be always a common complaint about anyone with the but uh, uh you know it's got a good reputation so good solid product yep yeah,
0: i i agree with that the, i mean the the only The only kind of negative is if it's oversold and I give them a lot of kudos that doesn't look like they're overselling it. Like some of the other ones where they're pretending they're something they're not. They seem to be pretty solid in their lane. It'd be interesting to see how their digital journey is continuing, because I'm sure they're getting better. Some of those comments were aged, so you gotta think uh, you know, on on having, you know, for example, splitting a shipment. In a distribution model is a pretty common functionality pretty common. So, so i would be surprised if that hasn't been resolved or isn't you know pretty important for this type of a package to get resolved and on the adoption question that was that was floated around earlier i think their 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 ux looks pretty good they're giving a lot of good functionality to the people and and their and some of the functionality in the in in the distribution side and particularly in demand planning i found to be extraordinary for this particular level of a platform I'm good, Sam. Thank you. Yep, I think I'm good too, Sam.
3: Okay, so I am going to have a little question for you guys. Um, so let's say if you were to compare this with Epicor Kinetic, so which are the companies that you are going to be positioning this product versus Epicor Kinetic? If somebody comes to you, how are you going to be positioning Epicor Kinetic versus Epicor Profit 21?
1: You mean what? what demographic is what type of company you're talking about?
3: Yeah, give us some variables overall, you know, let's say if somebody comes to you for the advice, okay, I am trying to evaluate uh, apical profit 21 versus kinetic. So which are the companies that are going to be right fit? And describe the business model overall in terms of service manufacturing. Maybe provide some examples of uh, well, you, you know,
1: obviously any kind of a B two B environment, if they're going to have a warehousing problem or uh, you know WMS requirements. I think this would be a good solid product. I mean, comparing it to Kinetic, I don't think it's really a fair comparison. They're on both ends of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, I, I would, I would say it's 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 going to get into a bit of a bad answer for me on this one, Sam. The you know, uh, how, how many entities do you have? How many, you know, how broad is your business? You know, what what is your what is your financial roll up look like? Is there a lot going on there with different with where, where multiple tenants or multiple entities or that type of complexity of functionality? Obviously, if you're getting outside a pure distribution model, then, you know, something that's a higher end product is going to be distributed. There's probably some stops between the two, Andy, that are that might make that particular question a little bit more fair if you will or a little bit more you know if, if you're if you're if you're you are if you are if you got to have a really good reason to get up top into kinetic i think from this
1: product there's always going to be overlap on any of these at one level or another but i mean these ones i think the overlap is not so great i think it's pretty much uh either you're a manufacturer or you're a wholesaler
0: yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's as simple as it is. And maybe a little bit of the breadth and, and complexity of the business model, Andy, would go yeah. go into that question, too. But I mean, I, I, I mean, in both cases, solid platforms and in both cases, a company that knows that knows their, their that knows the application they're selling to and tries to maximize that versus broaden it artificially. And I, I give them a lot of credit for, you know, the way it's structured and the way they're selling it. I still think their cloud journey is probably a little bit of, of, of something where they don't to your earlier point, Sam, they because they don't really publish and are transparent about some of the some of the functionality and the and the back end, you gotta kinda guess. There's a little bit of a
1: flag there. Yeah, that's just marketing, you know. Everybody likes to hide any kind of warts or potholes and not let the world know about them, so
0: yeah, but inquiring oh, so minds I, want to know, Andy. There, are, where People are spending that. a ton of money on this stuff.
1: I know that. And I the problem
0: the problem isn't just the spend. The problem is you're getting married, right? It's really difficult right.
1: to unwind it. And, you know, once you're in bed with your new wife. <laughs> okay, easy, easy. It is not <laughs> hard to get her out of bed. grizzled veteran. <laughs> <A> grizzled veteran. <laughs> you're, about to, you're about to fumble <laughs> the ball like a rookie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, so, anyways, yes, that's I, you know they're good products in the right environment. I mean, you know there was the men- the one mention about support. That's a pretty common complaint about Epicor, but it's a common complaint about most ERP. So you know I, I I feel like a broken record, but speak to companies that are similar to yourself that are already using these critical requirements that you expect them to do, and make sure that they. I mean they're look they're the ones that are already learning it. why not learn from them, right? So learn from their experience.
3: One short comment? I'm uh, good. And you got good as well? It's all great, Sam. All right, guys. So that's it for today. If you are evaluating the Epicode Profit 21, again, if you're a sell distributor, a smaller one, then Epicode Profit 21 is going to be a great product. Do not try to utilize this for manufacturing. Okay, it is not for manufacturing. On that note, if you joined for the first time, this was part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday. We review one vendor or the solution independently. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with another solution or the vendor on that note. Um, thanks, everyone, for your time and insights tonight. Thanks, thanks Sam. Everybody. It's always fun. Thanks, Sam. I to thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests, and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about ND Practical, head over to esoft.com. It's E-S-S-O-F-T dot If you want to learn more about Phil Kerper, head over to ringlingbusinesssolutions.com. It's R-I-N-G-L-I-N-G-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S.com. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, you might want to check other related episodes, including the interview with Aaron Koss, CPA from Site Consulting Group, who brings a unique and fresh perspective through her recent ebook on how to grow and scale during COVID 19? Also, the interview with DC Spragler, who discusses why companies should spend less time worrying about forecasting accuracy and more on execution. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you, and I hope to get you on the next episode. Thank you for
2: listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks.